Welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy discusses genuine compassion. Welcome. Today I'd like to explore with you the topic of compassion. In a previous episode, I focused on loving-kindness, or called Maitri, and the idea of making friends with yourself as an important starting point for cultivating of compassion for others. The Tibetan term for compassion can be translated as noble heart. It is karuna, K-A-R-U-N-A, noble heart, nobility of heart. In talking about compassion in the Buddhist teachings, Almost always it is linked with another quality. It's not just taken alone, but it's linked with other qualities that actually change the sense of what it might mean. I'll talk about three of these, at least. We'll see how far we get. One is the linking of compassion in emptiness. Another is the linking of compassion with wisdom. And a third is the linking of compassion with skillful means. Each of these pairings enriches and deepens our understanding of compassion and provides helpful guidelines for looking at our actions and reviewing our actions, discerning what is true compassion and what is maybe not so true fundamentally. I'll be taking a simple kind of practical approach, not delving into the complexities and profundities and the ins and outs of profound teachings such as emptiness. So what does it mean to link compassion with emptiness? the love, the warmth, the compassion, the nobility of heart, with emptiness. Basically, joining compassion with emptiness places compassion in a perspective that is less dualistic, less heavy-handed, provides space. Compassion operates within a space rather than with a heavy agenda. The pairing with emptiness introduces a kind of lightness to compassion, So often, compassion is immediately linked with a project mentality, a fix-it mentality, a heavy-handed approach. But by linking it with emptiness, there's a sense of play, I guess you could say, playfulness within the space of things. The idea of emptiness also introduces kind of a clean quality to compassion. Compassion that doesn't have hooks attached to it, does not leave residues or traces, is not based on ego and feeling good about ourselves. There's a quality of spontaneous and moment-to-moment acts of kindness and love that arise and dissolve back into space, acts that are not held as identity or credentials, but are free, free acts, free acts that arise spontaneously from the natural qualities that humans possess, a quality of capacity for compassion that all beings possess. So the first pairing of compassion with emptiness really lightens the sense of, I'm doing this important, helpful thing to you. And I want you to notice that and I want it to work. It takes away all that and just leaves a simple act. Something needs to be done. You do it. You move on. It's over. The second pairing of compassion is compassion with wisdom. Compassion with wisdom. Without wisdom, compassion is purely a sentimental thing without depth and not based on really understanding the situation or yourself. Wisdom introduces a certain accuracy and the intelligence to know when to act and when to refrain from acting. It's quite straightforward, really, to exercise compassion. Often we have to prepare quite a lot. We have to study quite a lot. We have to develop insights to to know how to handle different situations. We need to have experience and learn from that and the wisdom that comes from that. 
And the wisdom that comes from many mistakes that we make whenever we try to do anything useful or worthwhile. Instead of berating ourselves for our mistakes, we can actually learn from them and appreciate what they have to show us. Without wisdom, we risk falling into what my teacher referred to as idiot compassion, where we just launch in to a situation thinking we're going to be helpful, but end up actually contributing to making it worse, even with our good intentions. And when people don't appreciate what we're trying to do as we barge in, we feel sorry for ourselves. I was only trying to help. And thirdly, compassion is often linked with what is called skillful means. Skillful means simply means like effective action. That compassion is not something we just sort of dream about, but it really shows up in our actions. It's meant to be applied. And to do so, we have to train ourselves. We have to develop skillful means that we can apply our compassion. We could have lots of thoughts of curing someone of polio, but it's a totally different thing altogether to develop a polio vaccine, for instance. And that takes work, takes wisdom, and skillful means. Along with this emphasis on pairing compassion with emptiness, wisdom, and skillful means, the teachings also give lots of ways to cultivate and, and strengthen our skillful means. So basically, uh, it's good not to think of compassion as a, a thing, but compassion as a practice. Compassion is something that you do, you work on, and you develop, and you cultivate. I've come to think that basically everything taught in the Buddhist tradition is designed informed by cultivating compassion, various ways to deepen our understanding of compassion and to deepen our experience of compassion, and particularly to begin to separate out true compassion from compassion wannabes, I guess you'd say, so-called compassion that's not really compassionate at all, that doesn't bridge differences but exaggerates differences between the helper and those being helped, between the actor and the project or scheme one might have. So true compassion dissolves those kind of boundaries, it does not exaggerate the subject-object estrangement, it does not exaggerate our estrangement from one another, a sense of separateness, but it links and warms and melts the barriers that so easily come up when our heart is touched and we feel inspired to act. The Buddhist understanding of compassion is really quite radical. It throws out the whole concept of, I'm doing something to help you. It throws out the I, it throws out the something, and it throws out the you. So there's no credit, no blame, no higher, no lower, no broken, no fixer. Without all that, compassion is liberated. It is fresh, it is accurate. It arises in the space between, between you and others, between you and your world. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.